tres, cuatro. From WBEZ Chicago and PRX, this is Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. And I'm Jim DeRogatis. It's that magical time of the year, Greg, when love is in the air. But some folks have to try a little bit harder to get back in the good graces of their Valentines. We share our favorite songs that beg, plead, and deliver the message, I want you back. Plus, a review of the new album from Justin Timberlake. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and later in the show, we'll share some of our favorite songs that plead, I want you back. But first, let's review some new music from JT, Justin Timberlake. That's a track called Filthy from the new Justin Timberlake album, Man of the Woods, his fifth studio album. Jim, he's been around for uh, like two decades now. Hard to believe he just turned 37 the other day. Little Justin from the Mickey Mouse Club. He's all grown up. (laughs) He's all grown up, and uh, he was headlining the Super Bowl halftime uh, just a few days ago. He's right around the time of the new release. He is an artist who uh, has survived boy band fame to develop a very credible solo career. Obviously, there was the the multi-million selling boy band in sync that he was one of the lead vocalists for but then the solo career uh, especially with justified in 2002 his uh, solo debut followed by future sex love sounds in 2006 not only a credible uh, pop artist but a cool one as well a double buy it yeah. for uh, for future sex love sounds and you know and he brought sexy back he did indeed and now uh, he's bringing in an entirely new set of priorities back it sounds like Jim uh, Man of the Woods is the new record it's his first since 2013 we're going to review it in a second let's play a track from it first it's called Say Something it's a uh, a duet of sorts with Chris Stapleton a country act not the first guy <laughs> you'd think of as a duet partner with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods, the track is Say Something on Sound Opinions. Say something, say something, say something, say something, say something, say something. 
That is Say Something from Justin Timberlake's fifth or fourth. It depends on how you count the double blast of the 2020 experience. This is our Valentine's show, okay? <laughs> and and I, I, I've i been struggling to say this now for all the years we've done the show, and Justin now has given me the words. Success is cool. Money is fine. But you are special. Another level. <laughs> I needed to say that to you, Greg. I, I think that's Justin either talking to uh, his wife, actress Jessica Beale, on this album, or uh, his son, uh, Silas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are told the Latin roots of Silas mean man of the woods. So this is an album about family, okay? Justin said what he wanted this album to be was, quote, and I love this, Americana with 808s. Mm-hmm. All right? Old country mm-hmm. with drum machines. Um, That is a fascinating idea. I would have loved to hear that record, especially with talents like the Neptunes and Timbaland producing here. Instead, we get like a little pedal steel here, uh, a little bit of like, you know, faux banjo, you know, campfire vibe there. Not only does he not say something, he says nothing like those inane lyrics I quoted from Higher Higher. Uh, Oh, my God. The double whammy uh, mid-album of Flannel. This is what he says about Flannel. It keeps you warm. <laughs> it's been with me many winters. It will keep you warm. Yeah. All right, I, look, I don't expect lyrical depth and brilliance from Justin Timberlake. Um, you know, he's never taken a stand. He's never had deep thoughts. But that's okay when the pop dance music was as good as it was. Um, this seems like a pro forma. It's time for the corporation to deliver a musical product mm. now, obligation rather than inspiration. I'm sorry, but it's a trash it record. Yeah, it's, a, it's disappointing for sure. Uh, you know, the one thing about Justin Timberlake that I really admired was that he made it seem so effortless when he was doing it. And there was yes. also an element of tongue-in-cheek about it. Oh, yeah. Like he was in on the joke. I recognize the fact that I'm just this guy who used to be in this boy band, yeah. and now I'm kind of playing, you know, a tribute to the music that I loved growing up. There's yeah, an element yeah. of, you know, family. Yeah, like you said, family, and, you know, I've got a new baby, and I've got, I love my wife. But it's funny because the wife, Jessica Beale, is the one delivering the, Hallmark commercial interlude in the middle. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, she does pop up. For, for Jessica, and it's embarrassing for him to have his wife on the record playing this, oh, Justin, I'm so in love with you. When I wear his shirt, it feels like like his skin over mine. And the little holes and tears and shreds. It, this, this strikes me as kind of a very manly album. You know, it's like I want to be a man and I... <laughs> well, he's know, a man of the woods. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A man of the woods and the flannel shirts and, you know, the co- collaborations with the country artists. Yeah. I'm going back to my roots, man. This is what I really am. He's got five or six guys on the payroll who drive the John Deere riding mower around his property in Montana, you'll he's, know. He's got the song Living Off the Land where he's talking about he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a frontier life loner struggling to pay his bills. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. Time. I'm choking on that one. I'll be damned. Sometimes it's hard. The backed up bills on the credit cards. She keep on running And, uh, you know, the, the Stapleton, <laughs> Stapleton is actually the best part of that song, Say Something. Yeah. You know, but that's an old fashioned ode to male stoicism. And I yeah. don't want stoic Justin Timberlake. I want you, Justin to be tongue in cheek and having fun. You is know? it possible that this is a Portlandia level joke? I, you know, it's, it, there's a it meta quality be, right? to it that's like, wow, are you really selling this to me right now? Well, I'm not buying it. It's a, it's a trash it record. 
That is a double trash hit for Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods. But now we want to hear from you. What do you think of JT's new album or the Super Bowl halftime show or anything else? Call and leave a message at 888-859-1800. Coming up, we share our favorite songs that beg and plead in honor of Valentine's Day. That's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. That is the young Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5 era setting us up perfectly for the theme of today's show. I want you back. We're focusing on the idea of a little groveling, a little begging, (laughs) getting down on her knees and saying, baby, come back to me. I know I done you wrong, but I want you back in my life. And it turns out there's a ton of songs with that theme. Oh, there certainly are. And who among us has not been in that position of having to grovel just a little bit, especially on Valentine's Day? Now, this has elements, Greg. This year's theme has elements of of previous shows we've done. We've done unrequited love songs. We've done first love songs. In part, that was about the awkwardness of expressing your love. And we've done love stinks songs. I think there's a little bit of all of that in the pleading song. I'm going to kick things off with a song by Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart was one of the most amazing artists in rock history throughout the 60s, singing with the Jeff Beck group, performing in the faces, and I would say really excelling for eight solo albums, Mm -hmm. up until the one I'm going to play a song from, uh, including this one, Footloose and Fancy Free, came out in 1977. And since then, he's been one of the worst, (laughs) most horrifying hacks in all of popular music. My God, if you only knew Rod Stewart from the last 25 years. I love this song. It's called You're In My Heart, and then there's one of those parentheticals, The Final Acclaim. Now, on its surface, it's not necessarily all about I want you back, but the lyrics are saying, when I first met you, It was pure physical attraction. And then over time, I came to realize I really love you. I love everything about you. And then he goes on. He loves this subject of his affection so much that he compares her to his favorite soccer team. You're Celtic United. And I was like, oh, man, that's great. Apparently, Greg, there was a woman who tried to steal him away, and he made the mistake of having an affair with her. I quote, the big-bosomed lady with the Dutch accent tried to change my point of view. Rod came to regret this, came to realize that his original love was everything he could ever ask for. And here, I think he's begging for her to take him back. Let's remember Rod when Rod was still Rod. Here he is, You're In My Heart by Rod Stewart on Sound Opinions. I didn't know what day it was when you walked into the room. I said hello unnoticed. You said goodbye too soon. Reason through the clientele spinning yarns that were so lyrical. I really must confess right here The attraction was purely physical I 
took all those habits of yours that in the beginning were hard to accept. Your fashion sales, beards, lip prints, upward down to experience. The big bosom lady with a Dutch accent who tried to change my point of view. Her lip lines were well rehearsed, but my heart cried out for you. You're in my heart, you're in my soul. You'll be my breath should I grow. You are my lover, you're my best friend. You're in my soul. My love for you. Immeasurable, my respect for you immense. Your ageless, timeless, lace and fineness, your beauty and elegance. You're a rhapsody, a comedy. You're a symphony and a play. What do you see in me? You're in my heart, you're in my soul. You'll be my breath should I grow old. You are my lover, you're my best friend. You're in my soul. Rod Stewart, you're in my heart. The final acclaim. Greg, what is your first pleading love song? Well, Jim, you brought up Rod Stewart, and in fact, he covered this song that I'm going to play. In fact, a lot of people covered it. In fact, covers are going to be a big part of my theme today for Valentine's Day. All of these versions that I'm picking are cover versions of a particularly good pleading song, and it's called Can't Get Next to You. Now, the initial version of this song came out in 1969, recorded by The Temptations, number one single out of Motown. They did a furious psychedelic soul version of this track. It was written by Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong, and uh, a great showcase for those Temptations voices. All you heard was about this. We're supermen, you know? We can move mountains, we can build castles from sand, but we can't get the thing we want the most, and that's to bring my girl back into my life. Mm. Al Green covered this song a year later. And he did the best thing you could possibly do with a track like that that just totally blows you out of the water, was to slow it down and turn it into the tortured love song that it is and focus in on those lyrics. Al's talking about the need to bring this girl back. And what really gets me about Al's version, besides the soulfulness in his vocal, is the last few bars of the song, where he basically says, you know, I, I've run out of words. The only thing I can do now is moan about it. I'll moan about it. How much I miss you. And he lets out this wordless wail that really just about sums up the frustration of not being able to get the one thing you want better than anything I've ever heard on a record. It's Al Green with Can't Get Next to You on Sound Opinions. Rage and fire. I can live forever if I sold a 
Al Green sounding very frustrated at the end of Can't Get Next to You because you can't get the girl back. Jim, what have you got next for us? You know, I, I would have been disappointed if you hadn't played an Al Green song. <laughs> you you needed to play an Al Green song. I do, I'm, I do. I'm glad you did. But, you know, I always need to kind of take a left turn sometimes. I can never play these things entirely straight. And I was thinking there's a long tradition in rock and roll of certain kinds of artists You could say that they're pleading, but it's really a threatening kind of pleading. Mm -hmm. It's a passive, aggressive thing with the aggressive underlined. In particular, the entire Rolling Stones catalog, right? You know, basically that's right. But I wanted to choose a more modern example of this passive, aggressive, vaguely threatening pleading love song. I went to Mud Honey's If I Think. Every time I go back to the Super Fuzz Big Muff album, Mud Honey's debut EP, 1988. Mm Mm-hmm. Grunge, which really didn't even start until 90-91, Nirvana's Nevermind being the high point, never got better than this EP. If you never heard this song, it's got that quiet, loud contrast that Nirvana made famous. It's a guy saying he so loved this woman that he has forgotten how to breathe. (laughs) But then he completely freaks out, and Mudhoney rocks with a vengeance. And it's like, if I was on... The other end of a pleading song like this, I'd be running the other way and calling for a restraining order. I love this song though. If I think by Mud Honey on Sound Opinions.
Mud Honeys, If I Think, on Sound Opinions, our Valentine's Day edition with songs about pleading. As always with these Valentine's Day shows, we like to let our listeners play the DJ. We've got Heather from Chesterton, Indiana on the line. Heather, welcome to Sound Opinions. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Have you got, for this Valentine's Day, a great choice for a I Want You Back song? I do. It's Uno Dos Trace by Stranger Cole and Ken Booth. This song, I think, like a lot of songs of this era, this Jamaican era in 1964, it's very upbeat. There are major chords, there's harmonies, yet the song is about something miserable. It's trying to deal with some heavy themes of, you know, lost love, and it doesn't feel like that at all. It's very positive. You forget that it's about something so sad. Okay, now you've stumped me completely. I don't know these artists. You said they're from Jamaica? They are, yes. Stranger Cole, he's a vocalist. He still performs, and so does Ken Booth. This song, I think, is exemplary of the Jamaicans trying their take at American R&B. Well, this was a great choice. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, guys. Back to me. Our next Valentine's Day DJ is Alex in Portland, Oregon. Hey, Alex, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, do you have a great I Want You Back song for Valentine's Day? The song I have is Coming Back to a Man by Dawes. That sounds like an interesting choice. Tell us why. Um, first of all, I just like the band Dawes. They're really part of that revival of the Laurel Canyon sound of like Jackson Brown. And I like this song because it's, it's a bit different from the typical I Want You Back song. Uh, this track is really from the point of view of a man whose former lover wants to get back together with him. And the man of the song is a little bit hesitant to get back together. And in my opinion, the genius of the song lies in his contemplation of whether he could, should get back together with someone who probably isn't the best for him and whether he has changed enough to actually make it work this time. Wow, we're talking about several levels of uh, psychology here. Let's hear a little bit of Coming Back to a Man by Dawes. You still wear your hair to your shoulder You still look like a Friday night You still caught somewhere between The plans and the dreams So that neither end up turning out right And I myself feel a few I like that. You still look like a Friday night. It's an interesting choice. Alex, thank you so much for uh, playing along, and you have a uh, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thank you. You too. And to the rest of you listeners out there, you can share your own favorite song that begs and pleads. Leave a message for us to play on the air at 888-859-1800. We're going to continue running down our lists after a quick break on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Good times for a change 
See the luck I've had can make a good man turn bad. So please, please, please let me, let me, let me, let me get what I want this time. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRigatis, and we are doing the I Want You Back Valentine's Day special, focusing on those songs that grovel, beg, and plead for your other half to come back into your life. I am focusing in particular on cover songs of great I Want You Back songs. This next one I'm going to do was a 1966 hit for Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, but the version I want to focus in on is the 1979 cover by The Spinners. I want to focus in on this one element, this thread that I'm hearing in some of these songs, Jim, and you alluded to it earlier. There's sort of a, a masochistic streak in some of these songs mm-hmm. because people are in so much pain they're willing to do anything to get the person back. With this particular song, you kind of wonder, like, should this girl come back to this guy? Because there's been an element of abuse in this relationship. I mean, the lyrics kind of spell it out. Oh, I used to love to make you cry. It made me feel like a man inside. If I had been a man in reality, you'd be here, baby, loving me. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if this guy deserves a second chance. He's pleading with her. But, you know, at the same time, there was clearly some stuff going on in this relationship. And we kind of missed that element of the song because particularly in the Spinner's version, they're kind of camping it up. They've got those white disco suits on and the disco ball is going. It's got a great beat. It's kind of up-tempo. It's almost an exuberant, energetic song. But underneath there's there's darkness going on. It's the Spinner's with their 1979 cover of Working My Way Back to You on Sound Opinions.
The Spinners, working my way back to you, babe. Greg Cott's <laughs> pick for a great pleading song. Greg, I'm, I'm going to the same era. I'm in 1977. If I Can't Have You was a song written by the Bee Gees in their disco era. It was released as the B-side of Staying Alive. Mm-hmm. Made no impact whatsoever in the Bee Gees version, but it was covered soon afterwards, again a cover song, by Yvonne Elliman. Yvonne Elliman first made an impact on the rock world as Mary Magdalene in Jesus Christ Superstar. She was the <laughs> Mary Magdalene of many that would follow. Scored a number of hits in the 70s and then hit number one with this song, If I Can't Have You. Again, uh, we're taking a dark turn here, this kind of passive, aggressive, obsessive strain in many pleading songs. It contrasts weirdly with the exuberant, upbeat disco flair. And I do love this song. I'm I'm not even guilty about it. It's not a guilty pleasure. This is just a fun song musically. But lyrically, if you look at it, don't know why I'm surviving every lonely day when there's got to be no chance for me. My life would end and it doesn't matter how much I cry. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. I mean, this is essentially a thinly veiled suicide note. If you don't come back into my life, I don't want anybody. I don't know if I'm going to continue. And then then in comes the disco, right? Mm -hmm. What a weird concept. But pleading songs are a strange beast, as I think we're showing. Here's Yvonne Elliman with If I Can't Have You on Sound Opinions. I Can't Have You from Yvonne Elliman, 1977, an element of desperation, Mr. Dirigatis, for sure. And I think you hear that as well in the song I'm going to play. 
A song originally written by Eric Kaz and Libby Titus was covered by many, many artists over the decades because it's a classic. It's a classic I Want You Back song. But the definitive version, as far as I'm concerned, is the one that Bonnie Raitt did on her 1972 Give It Up album. There's this slowly escalating sense of desperation in the lyrics, but Bonnie's version of it, you know, you've got this beautiful song, this beautiful melody, this beautiful voice, and it sounds like a woman who has come to some sort of resolution about this relationship. She still madly misses this guy that left her and wants him back, but kind of has resolved in her own mind that this will never happen. And she's not really even talking to him anymore. She's talking to herself as if trying to come to some sort of peace with it. Or, as you hinted with Yvonne Elliman, you know, you wonder if that next step is going to be, I'm leaving this mortal coil. You know, I'm, I'm gone, you know. It's heavy it, stuff. It's, it is heavy stuff. If I could buy your love, I'd truly try, my friend. And if I could pray, my prayer would never end. But if you want me to beg, I'll fall down on my knees asking for you to come back. I mean, it's just heartbreaking stuff. And Bonnie Raitt's voice really drives it home. It's Bonnie Raitt with Love Has No Pride on Sound Opinions. I've had bad dreams Too many times To think that they Don't mean much anymore Fine times have gone And left my sad home Friends who once cared That is Bonnie Raitt with Love Has No Pride, one of my favorite pleading songs on Sound Opinions. All right, Jim, let's go back to the phones. We've got a few more listeners ready to share their favorite pleading songs. First up is Matthew in Portland, Maine. Matthew, welcome to the show. How you doing, guys? We're doing great. So tell us about a great I Want You Back song. What do you got for us? 
Well, my own personal ode to groveling is uh, <laughs> Don't Let Me Lose This Dream by Aretha Franklin. I think it's an absolute killer, and it suggests something more than just a passing regret. It's not just the relationship, it's the whole damn dream. <laughs> I think it's just staggeringly beautiful. It's got this inner monologue uh, from a lover on bended knee, just praying for somebody or something to hold on to. Aretha Franklin, almost in uh, Dionne Warwick mode there in some way. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's not a song that, uh, I don't know if it's underrated or not. I, you just don't hear a lot of people playing it or, or uh, talking about it. But for me, that's the that's the one. All right. All right, but I think the million-dollar question, Matthew, is have you ever used a line on someone? <laughs> like, if I lose this dream, I will lose everything, all of my love and happiness. Have you been in that position? I, I have been in that position before. Like I said, it's reserved for only the highest level of heartbreak. Did it work? Groveling the word you used earlier, did it work? The jury's still out. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love that. Matthew, thanks for coming on Sound Opinions. No problem. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work. Okay, Jim, we've got one more call, but this time with two people on the line, a married couple, Kathy and John from Raleigh, North Carolina. Kathy, welcome to Sound Opinions. Thank you so much. And John, you're also on the line. Welcome. Yes, I am. Thank you. So, Kathy, you contacted us first about a I Want You Back song. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, it's a song called Come Back and Stay by Paul Young. It's just so deep in my memory because I was in college back then, and it was the early days of MTV, and, and I just remember that video being in really heavy rotation and just hearing that song all the time. He's saying, you know, you've, you've gone away, and I really wish you would come back. And his vocals are very soulful and pleading, and he really wants her to come back. But then they have these background singers, these women, who are singing in a very low register, and they sound almost menacing, like they're saying, come back here, I'm going to kill you, kind of thing. Since you've been gone, I shut my eyes and I fantasize that you're here with me. So, John, we heard that you got wind of Kathy emailing us and you took issue with her choice. What have you got against Paul Young? Um, you know, there's a, a bigger picture here about the 80s. You know, back in the 80s when this music was in the nightclubs, I danced stuff because 
there were good-looking women out there dancing to the stuff. And if you wanted the chance of having decent-looking kids someday, you had to go out there and you had to dance with these women. And <laughs> I, I danced to Flock of Seagulls, you know. And, oh, man. And that's, that's what I had to do. So what, even you had the Flock of Seagulls hair. He had the hair. That's what no, I was going to say. As long as he didn't get the hair. What are you going to suggest for us instead? My choice for my 80s I Want You Back song is Trio's Out in the Street. You know, uh, about a, a slacker that's just whining about his girl, losing his girl, and she's out there having fun, and he can barely get off the sofa to look out the window to spy on her. It's not romantic. <laughs> it's, half of it's in German, you know, the, like the least romantic <laughs> language in the world. And so, you know, it's like the opposite of the, the song my wife mentioned. Out in the streets Ich bin zu Hause Du bist draußen, die Tassen hoch Out in the streets Swinging your hips Having fun with anyone Flying high Every night, city lights are bright Out in the streets, every night Where were you in my nights? I said don't go, I needed you so Where were you in my nights? Wow. I mean, that's just a real emotion. Kathy and John, it's uh, been, let us just say it's been enlightening. Thank you so much for uh, coming on Sound Opinions. You're Thank welcome. You. It's been fun. Brother John. We have one more pleading pick, though, each of us to play. I am going to go to a song by Simple Minds, a band from Scotland, big popular group in the mid-'80s, kind of epitomizing in many ways that 80s era of synth pop. I'm not choosing them so much for Simple Minds being Simple Minds as for the fact that they were a go-to band (laughs) for John Hughes. And those of us of a certain age, my age, everything we know about romance, especially about pleading, we learned at John Hughes movies. This was a song in The Breakfast Club. I'm talking, of course, about Don't You Forget About Me. I mean, you know, high school is just an era of unrequited love. And even if you did find romance and connect at some point, it ends when you both go off to separate colleges, right? You're not going to see each other. And you know it's over. You just know it's <laughs> over, right? But but here is Jim Care in Simple Minds begging, don't you forget about me, pleading, don't you forget about me. But again, with a little of that passive aggressiveness. Or, or else, or else what, you know, if, if I do forget about you. He kind of is trying to put on a strong face. I'll be dancing alone in the dark, and I'm not really buying it. But then again, there is the celebratory swell of those synthesizers. It makes me think of my yearning for Molly Ringwald, and she certainly forgot about me. She never even met me. So <laughs> here's John Hughes' classic, Simple Minds classic, really. Don't you forget about me on Sound Opinions. Tender things that we were working on 
I'm tripping back to 1985, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. The last I Want You Back song that I want to play is yet another cover. Now, in this case, the Seeds' Sky Saxon did a pretty great job with Can't Seem to Make You Mine. It is a garage rock classic from the 60s. But I think Alex Chilton actually recorded the definitive version when he moved to New York in the late 70s. Chilton was coming out of the box tops and then Big Star, which had imploded, and he was going to New York just for some fresh inspiration, and he ran head-on into the punk scene, and in turn recorded a number of songs that became hugely influential on a future generation of rockers. Johnny Thunders recorded this song, the Ramones, Yola Tango, I think they all took their cues from Alex Chilton's version of Can't Seem to Make You Mine. And I think one of the things that Chilton honed in on was just the simplicity and the spontaneity of the song. Well, he took that down to its basic elements. It's just Alex playing guitar and bass with a drummer, Chris Hughes, on the track. Again, we talk about this element of masochism as an on-running theme here. This guy is feeling it big time. Very simple words. Come back to me, baby, and my misery. I give you love night and day. Never, ever go away. But, you know, again, he runs out of words, and eventually his guitar just explodes in our face. It seems like the wires are coming loose as this song proceeds. Yes, the wires in his brain are coming loose as well. (laughs) Alex Chilton can't seem to make you mine on Sound Opinions. Alex Chilton covering the seeds. Can't seem to make you mine a nice pick, Greg Cott. 
That wraps up our suggestions for I Want You Back songs for Valentine's Day. Now we want to hear from you. Call and leave a message on our hotline with your pick and why at 888-859-1800 or connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. Mr. Cott, my Valentine, what is on the show next week? (laughs) Next week, Jim, we have an in-depth conversation and performance from an up-and-coming artist named Sir the Baptist who's combining gospel and hip-hop. Greg Sound Opinions was produced, as always, by Brendan Banisak, Alex Claiborne, and Iona Contreras. Ring on my phone. Ring on my phone. On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. New messages. Hi, my name is Agnes, and I'm calling from Evanston. I was just listening to Sound Opinions, and you did covering the art of the cover. So it made me remember when I realized that covers were kind of an art unto themselves. Back in the late 80s, Brian Ferry put out an album of covers called Taxi. And there were really good ones on there, but the one that really jumped out was a cover of Fontella Bass's old hit, Rescue Me. Because it was the first time that I heard a cover version where it was exactly the same song that the original artist had recorded, and yet it was nothing at all like it. It was a completely different genre of music. It had a completely different message, even with the same lyrics. One of those mind-blowing experiences, which was odd for the 80s because, you know, that decade was kind of dull. Anyway, love your show. Thanks very much. Hi, this is Joe calling from Wycliffe, Ohio. There are plenty of covers uh, that I don't really like. Uh, anything by Donny Osmond, I mean, really sweet and innocent and go-away little girl sung by a 10-year-old. John Lennon's uh, rock and roll album had a couple of uh, missteps, including Do You Want to Dance? But my favorite cover uh, that comes to mind anyway is Sonic Youth's version of Superstar. Huge hit for the Carpenters, um, and it made it onto this uh, compilation called If I Were a Carpenter. (laughs) Wonderful juxtaposition. I mean, two extremely different versions of that song you would never hear. I fell in love with you Before the second show
Thank you. Hi, my name is John from Elgin. I'm calling about the cover show. Uh, one of my favorite covers of all time uh, is a tune by Mose Allison called Young Man Blues. Oh, well, a young man ain't nothing in this world these days. And who covered it in 1970? Who were about at their peak? Well, a young man ain't got nothing in the world these days. And Keith Moon was all over that song. Uh, the, the Who make it rock like nobody. So thanks a lot. Show's great. Keep it up. Take care. Bye. No more messages. To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.